How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everybody. I'm Sweeney Murdy. Welcome to Episode 1 of WFAN's Baseball Insiders Spring Training Podcast, the Yankees edition. Make sure to check out the homepage, WFAN.com, for Ed Coleman's Mets reports as well. Today, February 17th, day one officially of spring training, as Yankees pitchers and catchers reported. We're going to have one of these available for you every single day after some of the day's interviews and activity to break things down and report on uh, what's happening at spring training in Tampa from Yankee land. Today, it was really about pitchers and catchers reporting, which means they just have to be physically there, get their physicals, and get themselves ready for the first official workout tomorrow. And it means Aaron Boone has his first and probably longest media session of the year when he uh, meets reporters uh, earlier today. It was about an hour long question and answers, and they usually don't go this long except maybe on the final one of the year after the season has ended, getting the post-mortem. So for some thoughts from Aaron Boone, uh, obviously this is a lot about pitchers and catchers and getting ready for the season. And the question I really wanted to ask Aaron Boone is, you know, he's had a pretty good team here the last couple of years. He's won 100 games a few times. We saw he took the Rays to a Game 5 last year and his loss to the eventual American League champion uh, each of the last three years in the playoffs. So a lot of times it's about, okay, they were good, just not good enough, but for what reason? Was it a shortcoming in the roster? Was it a break here or there? A lucky bounce one way or the other? Um, So really the question I had for Aaron Boone today was a pretty simple one. Is this roster for 2021 constructed better than some of the teams that you've had in the past or is it just a matter of needing a little more of that luck that you hadn't had in years past I certainly think that's part of it obviously playing your best baseball and being able to continue to advance in the playoffs and hopefully get to a world series um, you know things certainly have to break your way and go your way Um, but I I do like the depth of our team right now and um, you know, even some of the non-roster guys that we've brought in that can potentially be key contributors. Um, I'm really excited about that. And I think as I look at our pitching staff and what I believe is the potential of that staff and the depth of that staff, I think I feel like it's in a lot of ways um, as, as good as it's been certainly since I've been here and feeling like we have a lot of really good options. 
The pitching staff is built behind Garrett Cole, and behind it, a lot of question marks. Other than Jordan Montgomery, there aren't a lot of sure things to make you know a set number of starts based on their workload from last season. Obviously, the big Yankees additions to the rotation were Corey Kluber and Jamison Tyone, both who have tremendous upsides, but have not pitched a whole lot the last couple of years with their various injuries. So the other question that was interesting to me from this session with Aaron Boone was is is this staff especially Kluber and Tyone reliable enough for your team to be considered a championship contender I think when you look at the names and the guys and the track records there's a lot of talented people and I think everyone can acknowledge that I also acknowledge you know some of the risks and the questions that certainly people will have you know when 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 you bring in JMO and 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 Corey who haven't pitched a lot in the last couple of years um, we feel like they're physically in a very good place um, and, and can be championship caliber contributors to a team. Um, but time will tell. Um, again, I think the amount of depth that you see on our roster now from a pitching standpoint gets me excited because I know, you know, at their best, um, they're capable of being top flight starters and that's across the board. And I think you could, you know, even when you consider our young guys that have gotten their feet wet, you can kind of dream on them being really good pitchers in this league. So um, it's certainly, you know, fair to have, there's those question marks because we've brought in guys that, um, but we also feel like uh, the upside of a lot of pitchers on our roster right now um hopefully we get those those performances from a number of them to behind garrett that will put us in that conversation and i believe we will Aaron Boone gives you the same refrain a lot, and for good reason. The Yankees have a number of extremely talented players, and every projection will tell you that they are near the top of the league. And I think most experts around the sport will tell you that as well. Uh, They're held to a different standard from Yankee fans, and we understand why. But I, I say this a lot. You can't fast forward to October. Everybody wants to know, is this team capable of winning a World Series? You can't just say, yes, they are on February 17th and get yourself to game one. There's a long process. It begins now with six, seven weeks of spring training, and then it's a six-month regular season, 162 games again this year, we think. And, um, you know, we'll see if they can navigate this. There are a lot of question marks uh, because of the health concerns that this team has had the last few years. But they do have a lot of talented players, and as Aaron Boone has mentioned, they do have some players with high upside, and it's a matter of everybody realizing that potential. When you look at championship teams, they usually don't deal with major injuries and underperformance. What they're usually getting is good health and performance above and beyond from some of the other pieces on their roster. And that's what the Yankees are going to hope for this year. Among the pitchers in camp that is going to be kind of interesting to look at is Domingo Herman. Remember, he missed all of last season, suspended under the league's domestic violence policy. 
He has taken steps to get back into the Yankees' good graces, both off the field and now on. Boone acknowledged a meeting that he had with Herman that included general manager Brian Cashman and the bench coach Carlos Mendoza. Mendoza there certainly to help translate uh, with with Herman um, speaking more fluently in Spanish than in English and Mendoza there to make sure the messages both ways uh, were clear. But the uh, the thing about Herman is that he obviously pitched very well for the Yankees during the 2019 season, and they love for him to get back into uh, that state with this team. The, um, the it's a big question mark, as it is with some of the guys coming off from injury, what he can bring to the Yankees. I did find it curious though Boone's wording when asked really about his place in the team. Uh, he said that Herman was in a position to resurrect his career and that he was here to compete for a spot. Nothing has been promised. Uh, he said he, he thought that Herman was in a good place coming in physically and emotionally, but now it's up to Herman really to pick up the pieces here and show that he's worth the Yankees' faith in him as a pitcher uh, to to see what they can get out of him in 2021. So Herman is one of a group of starting pitchers that Boone labeled at about 10 or 12 starting pitchers that they have here. And that includes some of the younger guys that you saw last year, some of the rookies you're excited about, like Davey Garcia, Clark Schmidt. He also talked about some of the non-roster invitees. Remember, Nestor Cortez Jr. is back for the New York Yankees. Julius Chassin, a veteran of some major league seasons, is in camp. Uh, Asher Wojciechowski, who you might remember from Yankees-Orioles series, he is also in camp. So a lot of people competing for innings at this point, and it's hard to say that None of these, it's hard, it's hard to think that none of these guys will play a part this year. You know, you think that all of them will at some point. The Yankees have 35 pitchers in camp. Based on your experience the last few years, it's probably pretty easy to say you could see, what, 25 or 30 of these guys uh, pitching for the Yankees at some point this year. When you hear Boone talk about 10 or 12 starting pitchers capable here, it's not just about needing them in case of injury. That's inevitable during the course of a year that a starting pitcher gets hurt and you have to shuffle that rotation a little bit. But there are challenges this year because you're coming from a 60-game season back to a 162-game season. And a lot of what Boone talked about today, uh, I also had a chance a couple of weeks ago to talk to Matt Blake, the Yankees pitching coach, about this and how they go about measuring this out and getting the requisite number of innings from their starters. I wrote about that. That's on WFAN.com if you want to search that out um, under my name uh, as the columnist. But really what Blake mentioned to me a couple of weeks ago and what Boone talked about today was kind of a very fluid situation that will have to be tailored to each individual pitcher when determining really how many innings can they go and how do they go about stretching them out through this season to get the most out of them. You would ideally like to have a five-man rotation, but there are times when you stretch that out, whether it's off days early in the schedule, rainouts that could affect things. You're going to have some double headers affecting things as well. But there are going to be times when they will drop in a six starter. It might not be a true, it won't be. It won't be a true six-man rotation. Everybody always brings that up. But, you know, what you don't want is having Garrett Cole make fewer starts. You want him every five days. Uh, and after that, 
you know, you don't want to disrupt everybody else's schedule either, especially when they're in a groove here. The ideal way to go about this is, well, they're going to have to watch each pitcher closely for a lot of different factors. And Matt Blake told me that there are a lot of things they look at, things that are measurable from all the electronic devices that measure the velocity and the break on pitches and everything that they can measure that regard to things that you see in the training room, the range of motion and flexibility that players have, whether it's arms, backs, legs, anything that they obviously have to use to get the ball up there and stay healthy. You have to look at those on a start-by-start basis, too, and see, is their stuff diminishing? Is their flexibility diminishing? Do they need a day here? And the answer is not going to be the same for every pitcher uh, at the same point in time of the year. So these are things that will be kind of a constant flow to the Yankees during the course of 2020, and it's not going to be unique to the Yankees. Every other team in baseball is going through the same exercise because they realize the challenges of going from 60 back to 162. So all the pitchers you see in camp, watch them closely. Uh, look at their look at what they're doing because there's a pretty good chance you're going to see them at some point in a major league uniform for the Yankees during the 2021 season. How they manage the innings, well, we'll see how it goes. Uh, at this point, you basically think Garrett Cole can give you 32 starts. Uh, I think you probably think Jordan Montgomery can give you around 30 starts, and after that, you just kind of wait to see how everybody performs once they're out there and if they're able to stay healthy for the duration. As far as the catchers go, no surprise, Aaron Boone professed his confidence in Gary Sanchez, excited to see uh, where he is physically and emotionally right now. We believe in him, the message from Aaron Boone. Wouldn't expect to hear anything different at this point. They believe in his ability to be a game changer when he's right. Hopefully it's about putting it all together is the way Boone put it. Uh, The one thing that kind of jumped out when talking about the catchers, Boone was asked if he's going to pair Kyle Higashioka with Garrett Cole again, and he said no. Uh, And that's the right answer for now because you can't lock yourself in to the Cole-Higashioka pairing and shut Gary Sanchez out of this. What if Kyle Higashioka gets hurt early? And now you're forced in this situation where you've said, no, we don't want Gary Sanchez to catch Garrett Cole. All of a sudden, he has to. It's very smart decision to, at least publicly right now, say that you're open to this, that Gary Sanchez will work with Garrett Cole in the course of spring training, and that he will work with him over the course of a season from time to time. You don't want to put the negative in anybody's mind right now. You want to leave it open. And for that reason, it's very smart for him to not commit to the Cole-Higashioka pairing, although I think it would probably surprise most of us that if everybody is healthy, that Kyle Higashioka doesn't catch Cole more than anybody else during the course of the year. Uh, There is... Uh, Robinson Chirinos in camp, who has some history catching Garrett Cole from his days in Houston. He is a non-roster player in camp, and uh, Boone sounded very exciting about having him, a player of his caliber, uh, in camp as well uh, at such a late addition uh, to the roster. So 
Catching depth, very important because outside of Sanchez and Higashioka, there are no catchers in the Yankee organization that have experience above A-ball. So uh, getting Chirinos here and hoping that if he doesn't make the team, he stays on with a minor league assignment. Um, you know, there are going to be outs in that contract for sure if another job opens up somewhere. But uh, keeping that catching depth is going to be very important for the Yankees uh, because they don't have a lot of experience at that position in the organization right now. Aside from pitchers and catchers, the only real mention of position players of note, Clint Frazier, considered the opening day left fielder at this point. Aaron Boone likes the adjustment he has made the last couple of years, the improvements he has made, he said, in every aspect of his game. And even if there is a Brett Gardner setting at some point, and Boone said he hasn't spoken to Gardner in several weeks, uh, we don't know if he's going to be part of this plan. Uh, I would expect that Frazier is a guy who is uh, locked into the bulk of playing time in left field. Uh, Boone mentioned that Miguel Andujar will see some time at third base, first base, and the outfield. That sounds to me like a guy who's on the outside looking in for a roster spot when you consider a four-man bench right now, and you would think it would have to be an infielder who can play multiple positions like Tyler Wade. A backup first baseman, perhaps, like Mike Ford, who swings from the left-handed side. And an outfielder, like Mike Talkman, who uh, has given the Yankees uh, some good play the last couple of years. Um, other, and the backup catcher is your fourth bench player at that point. So trying to find spot for a guy like Andujar, or even, even uh, Gardner at this point, you'd have to uh, make some difficult choices uh, on the roster, but at this point of the season, when you haven't played any games yet, and you're not close to regular season games, it's about holding the depth and seeing what happens. You make the decisions later on, but uh, I, th- I think it's just my own personal feeling. I find it's hard for Miguel Andujar to break his way in here without a real position unless there's an injury to someone else on this roster. Uh, So that's a look at where the Yankees stand after day one, Aaron Boone's opening press conference on day one, pitchers and catchers report on February 17th. I hope you come back here to this site. We'll be posting daily. Uh, You will find them for now on the WFAN.com homepage. My Yankee updates, Ed Coleman's Mets updates, all right here as we report on spring training You will be able to find them down the road on the more traditional podcast platforms at appleandradio.com and be able to download them that way. Uh, Jumping through a couple of technical and legal hoops before we can get there. Uh, So for now, keep checking uh, the WFN.com homepage daily. They'll also be pushed out on Twitter. My Twitter is at YankeesWFAN, and um, we'll get you uh, really kind of... uh, Uh, ready for the season and take you day by day through spring training as the workouts go through and then the games start in uh, in a couple of weeks and we'll take you through what the Yankees are doing there. I'll have some special guests along the way. You'll hear some of the participants from the Zoom press conferences, a little chunk of of their uh, press conferences every day to get you a feel for what's being said and what's important coming out of Yankees camp every day from Tampa. So thank you for listening here. Please come on back next time. WFAN Baseball Insiders, Yankees edition. I'm Sweeney Murdy. Thanks for listening. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.